Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Unfiltered Career Search Podcast, aka the UCS Podcast. On this show, we discuss career development, opportunities on campus, the ups and downs of life at Kelly, and much, much more, all while keeping it unfiltered. I'm your host, JP, and joining me today is my co-host, Lassia. Today's topic is accounting industry redefined with a focus on Forvis and Grant Thornton. Our guests today are Emily Ravist, who is a campus recruiter for Forvis, and Julia Rubenstein, who is on the university recruiting team for Grant Thornton. We have lots to talk about, so without further ado, let's get started. My name is Julia Rubenstein, and I am a senior recruiter at Grant Thornton. I am our lead recruiter at Indiana University, and I'm lucky to get to spend a lot of time in Bloomington working with students and recruiting for audit tax and advisory. My name is Emily Rivest. I'm a campus recruiter with Forbes, and I lead our recruiting efforts at IU. And so I'm excited to be here today and talk a little bit more about the accounting industry. Of course. Yeah. Thanks again for both of you joining us today. And we'll uh, now jump into the questions. So I'll start us off and then Lassia, feel free to jump in and alternate the questions with me as well. So to kick us off, how has the accounting industry changed over the past few years and what new developments have taken place? I think it's a great question and I can, I can jump in. Um, you know, I think the COVID-19 pandemic impacted so many industries and made right. a lot of people think about you know, what's important to them in a career and what are the things they value. I think what that has looked like in the accounting industry is a greater emphasis on things like work-life balance and wellness for our people. You know, I think the hybrid work environment is such a game changer. Uh, what mm -hmm. I really like is for us at Forbes, you know, we're not mandated to be in certain days. It's very much a, you know, trust in our people, meet the needs of your clients, meet the needs of your team. I think that helps a lot. Um, a lot of changes we've had to with just like general wellness benefits and stipends for, you know, things related to your health, whether it be physical or mental, flexible time off. And I think that has been a really big change. And I think it's been a really positive change for our people too. I agree with Emily. A lot of the changes have definitely been ones that have affected other industries. Um, so with us too, we're not mandating when you have to be in the office, it's definitely up to team, client, personal need. We've added benefits as well for wellness. And I think there's just more of an emphasis on what works and why does it work? So when it comes to client travel and being in person in the office, you know, we're asking the question of, do we need this and how do we need to do it? Um, which definitely impacts how our people get to work. So as a follow-up to that, um, I wanted to ask you, um, both. What programs do you offer for freshmen through seniors? I'm sure this is a question you get a lot. Yeah, I can jump in. So for this, um, in addition to sort of our core audit and tax practices, we do have a lot of advisory service lines too. We recruit a lot of accounting majors, but also um, other majors as well, like finance, information systems, things like that. Most of our internships are geared at students who are one or sometimes two years away from their final grad date. That being said, we recruit about a year or a year and a half in advance. So right now we're looking for people to join our team in 2024. In terms of younger students, yeah, I get this question a lot, sort of, well, what should I do if I'm interested in your firm now, but I can't get an internship? Uh, what I always tell them is just continue getting to know us on campus, continue reaching out to me, or you know, I can introduce you to other people at our firm as well. I think the best thing about being you know, a freshman or a sophomore in college is that it's your time to explore. You know, you don't need to know right now, do I want to do audit, 
tax consulting, like just talk to people, figure it out and stay in touch. You know, we have a lot of people who work with us now that met us their freshman year of college. And, you know, we just kind of stayed in touch and kept talking. So I always encourage younger students to, to do that too. So for us, we have programs for every year that are a little bit different depending on the year. So for freshmen, we have a program called Empower, uh, which is primarily for students from diverse backgrounds. It's a couple day virtual conference. Um, we actually still have that application open until the end of the month. So for any students that are interested, that should be on Handshake. Um, you can also find it on the GT Careers website or let me know and I can send it to you. For sophomores, we have a sophomore rotational program, which is similar to Empower in terms that it is for diverse candidates. Um, and and that is a, a couple week, two to four week program, depends on what it will look like next year, um, that, you know, you rotate through different service lines. Um, we also start our recruiting in the spring for sophomores for the internships after their junior year. So, for example, right now we're finishing up recruiting for 2024 internships. Sorry, not finishing up, I should say. We're still full steam ahead, but finish of some of our interview days, et cetera. Um, and then we like to have students inter intern the summer or winter before their last year of school. Um, so normally that would look like your junior summer. If you're on a five-year track, that would be your senior summer. Um, so we also do a lot of recruiting in the fall, obviously before that junior year for internships in that junior year for internships. Um, and then of course, as a senior, you've hopefully either interned with us and gotten your full-time offer or are going through recruiting and looking for that full-time offer. Right, Emily and Juliet, I loved how you both mentioned the distinction between your programs and the important fact that, you know, as a freshman and sophomore, that is your time to explore and you shouldn't be worried or anxious on, you know, which area do I have to, you know, hone in on because, you know, you still have a couple of years, if not more, before you graduate. And so, you know, to any freshmen or sophomores listening, this is great opportunities just to really put yourself out there, especially if you're interested, you know, there's no harm in, you know, trying something that maybe you didn't think you would be doing. And with these programs that, as you mentioned, um, Julia, just maybe a couple of days conference or just, you know, having an internship will just give you a really good understanding. So really like both of those points that you guys mentioned. Awesome that you mentioned how um, people create a relationship with you as recruiters um, and they continue that relationship until their time of like recruiting. Um, and like, how do you want to touch more on that? Like what kind of students do you look for that have that relationship with you? Um, what stands out about them? I think it's a lot of the interest in the company. Um, so people who, you know, know a little bit about what we do and see themselves there because of, you know, something about our culture that interests them. Um, and a lot of that you learn as you come to events and you meet with us and, and talk to us. Um, and so I'm not looking for you to come and say, oh, I know your revenue was this much and you had these big client engagements, et cetera. It's, it's more the, the cultural fit if there are professionals that you've met with and talked to and sharing those experiences. Um, and I also think that it's small touch points. So if you see one of us at the burning table and Kelly and just coming to say hi and asking us how our day is, that is a great way to keep up a relationship and you don't have to feel like you have to come with new information. Completely agree. I also love when students have just like thought a little bit about what's important to them in an internship or a job. And I don't mean, you know, saying, oh, I know for sure a hundred percent I want to do audit. What it could look like is saying, you know, I want to work at a firm that, you know, really invest in the community that they're in. 
in community service and philanthropy. And that's what I'm looking for. I think that's awesome. And I love when students have really thought about it because it shows me, you know, that they're invested in their own future and they're really thinking critically about that too. Right. Um, yeah. The others. The other side of that I'll say is, so we don't have an Indianapolis office. So a lot of times I get students who come and say, oh, well, I want to be an Indy. Well, unfortunately, that's not going to work for you with us. So you should go talk to Emily. Um, but, you know, it's also not wrong if you don't know that. But if you feel like you're really invested in my firm and you don't know that, then maybe it's not a great, great look for you. You sort of touched on this in a couple of your previous responses, both of you did. But what advice would you give to students who are unsure about pursuing accounting as their career path? Accounting opens up a lot of doors for you. So for us, even if you want to do advisory, if you have an accounting background, you qualify for more positions. Um, and if you're unsure about auditor tax, but you're thinking about it, know that it's going to give you a great basis for other opportunities. And you may love it and want to stay to a partner, and that's great. But if not, you're learning how business works. You're learning how to work with people, how to work with clients, and it's going to give you a really awesome background for whatever's next for you. Yes, completely agree. There are so many things you can do within accounting, you know, that you can, you can move around, you can try new things, but ultimately, you know, getting your CPA is tough. You know, there's extra school, there's exams. It's not necessarily an easy process, but I think once you have that CPA, you know, it's not a secret. There's a shortage of CPAs right now. You know, it's a very stable career. It's one of those things that yes, it's extra work, but I think it is high reward in the future, you know, in terms of the job prospects mm -hmm. available to you in so many different fields where you can really be learning and stretching yourself and trying new things too. Yeah, um, I think that's a, a huge misconception that everyone has um, with accounting itself um, to kind of not explore that as a, a career path. Um, but as a follow-up, I wanted to ask you, you know, when people think of like accounting, they're morally directed towards like big four um, or the CPA after college. Um, I just wanted to touch base with you because you guys are not uh, the big four. However, you're very close and comparable to them. Um, what advice would you give to um, in incentivize students to kind of look for your companies as in the industry itself? Or like, how do you draw students to you? They want to start on this one. Yeah, I can take this one first. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of things I would encourage students to consider. You know, I, I say this jokingly a lot, but at the end of the day, like taxes are taxes. You know, whether you're working for Thornton, Forvis, mm -hmm. or like the tax forms are the same. So yeah. it's really important, you know, I think to think about is the culture and then the clients that you serve too. So, you know, I think for us at Forvis, you know, I really believe if someone comes and talks to us and gets to know our culture, they'll see why we are a great place to work. You know, why we, the ways that we really invest in our communities and in our people and really put them at the forefront of what we do. I also encourage people to think about the types of clients too. So at Forbes, we don't have a lot of publicly traded clients. It's a lot of privately held, maybe family owned companies still very large companies. I think sometimes when I say that, people think of a little like mom and pop shop. These are still very large, you know, companies in a variety of industries. But, you know, I think our, our professionals at Forbes, they are, you know, truly building relationships with their clients. You know, our clients are coming to us and asking advice on other things. You know, they chat about their, their kids or their vacations. It's not just the transactional thing. 
And I think when you get the opportunity to work on some of those clients, you're really going to learn a lot when you think about things like the leadership opportunities available to you or the type of innovation that happens at privately held companies. I think you're going to get that exposure that I think is going to be really valuable through the rest of your career too. I agree with Emily. I think if you work for Grand Thornton, Forbes, EY, PwC, any other ones, and you look to go somewhere else, everyone are go- is going to know those names. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to give you the the name recognition and the understanding of the training and the background that you have. For culture, big word. Um, and I think Emily mentioned a lot of things to think about. The other things I would add is thinking about what exposure you have to management. So both the partners at Grant Thornton and the client leadership and what kind of um, exposure you get to have with them and interactions. Think about and ask, um, do the service lines work together? Do you get to know people in other areas on other teams? Are there opportunities to work in other areas if that's something of interest to you? Um, Think about the extracurriculars, I like to say. So getting involved in recruiting, um, we have like intramurals, community involvement, like Emily said, um, different DE&I initiatives. And then, you know, the biggest thing is just how people treat each other. And you can see that from coming to events and talking to people and understanding how they feel like they fit in. Yeah, I love what Julia said too. I mean, all of that was great. I think especially too about the access to leadership. Um, You know, I think about one of our interns from this past summer, it was literally his first day out of training. He was on site at a client, eating lunch, sitting next to the CFO and like, how cool, right? That he had that opportunity. What was essentially his very first day, you know, and what type of learning was he able to get out of that? too. So I think I always tell people, you know, just come to our events, check us out, get to know us, come in with an open mind. And I think you'll end up seeing how this, you know, four of us can be, or Grant Thornton can be a really, you know, great place to work too. Right. You know, with what we spoke earlier, you know, four of us and Grant Thornton both have great opportunities from the freshman through senior level. Um, But with just in time hiring just around the corner, as it's going to pick up right after spring break, are there any internships or full-time jobs that either of your companies offer? Because I know we mentioned earlier that, you know, both of you look a year or so in advance. So we're recruiting now for those 2024 internships. So um, we, like I said, we've gone through our, our initial round of interviews, but uh, for a lot of the positions, we'll be doing more. So definitely check those out. The Empower application is still open till the end of the month for freshmen. Um, and then we do definitely have audit associate positions open. I know in Chicago, if there are any accounting majors out there still looking for full time. Um, in terms of this summer and other full-time, we're a little bit more limited, but if specific people have specific questions, feel free to reach out. And at Forbes, we are also looking at 2024 for internships, but what we're still looking for for this year, we do still have some full-time tax and audit associates as well as different consulting roles available. Uh, we do have a few more summer 2023 internships open, mainly in our tax advisory practice, uh, our loan review team, which is a great opportunity for finance majors, and then our IT risk and compliance team. So all those applications are posted right now. And if people reach out, I'm happy to answer questions about those too. I have two quick plugs to make, if that's okay. My hot take that you do not need an internship after your sophomore year. As long as you're learning something, you are going to be able to talk about that in interviews. So take a class, travel, work a job. It doesn't have to be specifically business. Um, so don't stress about that. 
The other thing I would say in terms of accounting is Kelly has started their accounting workshops now, which are a really great opportunity to be exposed to more companies and learn more. As a part of those workshops, you take an intro to careers and accounting class. And that's a really awesome way to learn about the different opportunities in accounting, tax, audit, and everything outside of that. So I would absolutely encourage you all to take a look. Um, those that are going to be sophomores, uh, and I think some juniors too, take a look and see if that is a class that would work for you and help you better explore. I agree with Julia. The accounting workshops are great. We've had the chance to be involved with those, um, and those have been wonderful. And yeah, I agree. I know there's so much pressure to have an internship when you're a sophomore. I felt that way when I was in college, but it's really not necessary. Like I, I wish that more students felt confident talking about things that they feel aren't career related and showing how those transferable skills apply. You know, I think people, they're working in a family business over the summer, they're a barista, things like that. Well, you're learning communication, you're learning work ethic, like there's so much you're getting out of that. Um, and I, I just think people should be, you know, think about how they can kind of transfer those skills. You know, like when I was in college, I, uh, my summer job was doing, you know, calling alumni and asking for money and I hated it, but I can talk to anyone now and now I'm a recruiter and it's great, yeah. right? And sometimes I still bring that up. And so I would really encourage you, like, if you don't have an internship, I am sure what you are doing now has some sort of transferable skill. So I would just think about that too. Emily and Julia, thanks for joining us today on the podcast and giving everyone a better insight as to how the accounting industry has changed and what students can expect from each of your companies. Both Emily and Julia's contact info can be found in the description of this episode. And be sure to reach out to them if you're interested in learning more about opportunities with Forvis and Grant Thornton. Speaking of opportunities, be sure to check out all the Kelly to Careers events that are happening this week. On March 29th, there will be a Kelly ongoing and just-in-time hiring event that will be happening virtually. And for more info on these events, such as time and location, you can find that at Kelly Connect website, which is careers.kelly.iu.edu. Also, don't forget to follow our IG, which is at Kelly UCS Coaches, to stay up to date with our posts. That's a wrap for today. Catch you next time.